Welcome to Faith and Freedom. We hope to inform, inspire, and encourage you to stand up for faith and freedom as we discuss victories and challenges in the courts, in public policy, and in the culture. Faith and Freedom is brought to you by Liberty Council, a litigation, education, and policy organization. Join us now as we address the latest cultural issues across America and around the world. Forced sterilization is back from the dead. We're going to be talking about it on Faith and Freedom. I'm Matt Staver, founder and chairman of Liberty Council. Joining me is Holly Mead. Well, on Faith and Freedom, we told you about Myrna, the mom who sent her daughter to therapy for anxiety and an eating disorder and wound up with a therapist pushing gender ideology. There's a lot more to this story, and we want to share a little bit about that today. Myrna, who holds a Ph.D. in clinical psychology, says the medical industry is now practicing eugenics on children with autism spectrum disorders. She says the medical industry is hijacking teen angst for highly profitable designer surgeries. The forced sterilization movement was rampant in the early 20th century, especially among people of color. It continued in some parts of the country until the 1970s. The Darwinian ideology fueled the Holocaust and created Planned Parenthood, and it was all based upon this eugenic idea, and that included forced sterilization. Unless you think that this dark past is the past, the sterilization practice is back with a vengeance under the guise of a different name. And that's what we want to talk about today. Myrna, as I said, is a clinical psychiatrist, uh, psychologist. Uh, she wanted to get her daughter, Joelle, the best possible help for her eating disorder, anxiety, and ADHD. But Myrna soon learned that the therapist was trying to talk her 17-year-old daughter into testosterone and mutilating surgeries. When she challenged the therapist, the therapist had no Studies, no backing, no information upon which to quickly put this daughter in this direction. She issued a scathing open letter uh, to her daughter's former therapist and the so-called gender-affirming care industry as a whole. She has laid waste to the current treatment practices, maiming and sterilizing children while leaving them in far greater emotional distress. But there's a great financial incentive for people like that therapist to yeah, do Yeah, there is a great, this is a billion dollar, multi-billion dollar business and it is growing. One of the most, I think, significant points of Myrna in her statement identified in her letter is the gross mistreatment of children and young adults on the autism spectrum. Mm. And I wanna spend a little bit of time on that. According to Myrna, the gender-affirming care industry is practicing eugenics, which is the evil Nazi Darwinian idea that the human race should be cleansed of persons with defects. Myrna notes that certain aspects of autism result in a collapsing and narrowing focus on gender identity as a way of exploring and coping with what makes life so difficult in the formative years. Well, they're taking advantage of these children that are on the spectrum, leading them into this, thinking that's the answer. Yeah, that's exactly right. And so one of the things that we're finding, and we find this both in studies now as well as anecdotally, remember the whistleblower that worked for this clinic that was 
doing all these surgeries and puberty blockers and cross-sex hormones, and she contacted the state attorney general and the governor and became a whistleblower. And one of the things that she said is that what she noticed was that a large number of these young people coming in were on the autism spectrum. Mm -hmm. And we're starting to find that across the board. What, uh, in this particular case, Joelle, Myrna's daughter, she's a brilliant, beautiful human being, Myrna says, and that her whole future was going to be in one of two directions. And the therapist wanted to call this girl a he, wanted to give cross-sex hormones, and wanted to amputate her body parts so that in her mind she could start thinking that she was a boy but never reaching the underlying issues of eating disorders, ADHD, and she's also on the autism spectrum. She says, Myrna says, it is alarming that an entire generation of gifted children who may be on the autism spectrum is being sterilized in what amounts to a eugenics experiment. This is Myrna mm -hmm. saying this. With the participation of big-name medical and professional institutions and to the benefit of a novel category of mental health practitioner, gender therapist. And, you know, there's also a connection between the autism and these vaccines that these children are receiving. That's an interesting thing because what we find is when you go back to the charts with regards to the onset and the deployment of vaccines and you then superimpose on that the increase of autism, mm -hmm. you have this cascading upward chart that parallels one another so that with the rise of more and more vaccines of a wide variety, you have an increase of autism. And you have parents, for example, that will swear that their child was fine mm -hmm. until the same day or the next day or shortly after they got one of the vaccines. Well, you know, when we were children, autism wasn't that prevalent, but now they're pushing, what, 75 to 100 of these vaccines on one child throughout their school years. It's more and more prevalent. Yeah, that's right. And so what you now see happening is um, this explosion of autism. And the question is, you know, where is it going? Every year it just gets more and more mm -hmm. and more. The chart just explodes upward. And where's that coming from? Of course, you even ask the question, the pharmaceutical companies want to shout you down like you're non-scientific because they're making billions and billions of dollars Money. of profit. Yeah. But, you know, there's, uh, there's this one video of a man who has twins, and one of them, they were both going to get the vaccines, wasn't able to give it to the one, so gave it to the one right away, the one son started having problems. Now the son is older, and you put the two side by side. One never got the vaccine. The other one did get the vaccine. The one is sitting on the couch beside him, and you can tell it's just not all there. Right. And the other son is like brilliant mm. and a high academic achiever. They're twins. And one of them got it. The other one didn't. And just by circumstance, the one didn't get it. How does that make the parent feel? Well, two years ago, one of the largest studies done to date on subjects, including 641,860 autistic individuals, 
They were studied for rates of gender dysphoria diagnosis. The findings were astounding. The studies show that people on the autism spectrum are more than five times more likely to be diagnosed with gender dysphoria than the general population. In fact, the study showed that as many as 26% of the people receiving treatment at gender clinics are on the autism spectrum. It turns out that autism itself and its landmark obsessive-compulsive nature, nature may be causing feelings of gender dysphoria. So they're not dealing with the autism. They're just automatically putting them through the assembly line to get gender treatment. That's right. Uh, so someone might have autism or on the autism spectrum. Somebody may have um, something called Asperger's disorder or Asperger's syndrome. Asperger's patients typically are hyper-focused on an obsessive in one of the areas of their life, whereas some of the Asperger's uh, might present with obsessive and compulsive behaviors like flipping on a light switch off and on 20 times before leaving the room. Other Asperger's patients, they project their behaviors by becoming obsessed with certain subjects. For instance, feeling compelled to learn anything and everything about dinosaurs or robotics. Still others, the data is beginning to reveal uh, that uh, the obsessive focus is on themselves. Another hallmark of autism and Asperger's is difficulty in understanding social behaviors and the patient's place within the world. Mm. Put simply, Asperger's patients, in particular teens, have difficulty understanding their role and how to behave in social situations. As a result, these kids don't feel like they fit in with their peers. And when they go to these counselors and they're having some fixation or issue with their body image, instead of treating the Asperger's or the autism or whatever else it might be, their body dysphoria, their eating disorder, they're rushing them into sterilization, into a path of puberty blockers, cross-sex hormones, and mutilating surgeries, which is the old sterilization back from the dead. This is outrageous, people, and it needs to end. We need to protect our children. For more information, visit lc.org, help kids. lc.org, help kids. You've been listening to Faith and Freedom, brought to you by Liberty Council. We hope that we have motivated you to stand up for your faith, family, and freedom. Visit Liberty Council's website at lc.org, where you can obtain email alerts and other information to keep you informed and involved. The website again, lc.org. 